Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Exactly why I did that. Uh, no. Um, I don't. I don't. When was the last time? When was the last time on your mama? When was the last time you had a glass? Yeah, just like within a year. All the time. Within a year. That's freaky. I haven't done that within the decade. (laughs) But I mean, I always just like chug a glass of milk and that's it. No, the the milk propaganda is real. Because let me tell you, as I big milk. As I was getting shout out to milk. (laughs) Getting back into fitness, right? Uh, A little hack to tell you. Stay hydrated is milk. Right? They say drinking milk hydrates you better than Gatorade, better than Pedi. You think I'm gonna believe that bullshit? <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna just be in the in the gym chugging milk. Yeah, well, while that's I'm doing power weird. sets, right? Muscle milk? That's no, not even real dairy. That's not even real. That's yeah. the thing about it, though. But... That's not dairy at all. Like, it's, it's just, just like I get that the, like weird film. On your like in your mouth, I just can't. It's like why? Why would the pause? Pause. That was crazy, dog. Dog, that was crazy. We ain't even got started yet. That's insane. Okay. So, um, uh, you was talking about mouthfeel. Um, film, like the after you drink the milk, it gets like all makes your mouth feel all like weird. And can I ask you a question? When you were a child and you saw the Got Milk ads, did it make you feel weird? <laughs> Told you. No, intentions. I don't know. It's just something about like I didn't wake up at 7 a.m. to go to school and then stop by the gas station on the way Yo. just to see a white woman with a white film on her <laughs> lip. Like that's not how I depicted starting my fucking morning. Here. Yo, it's crazy you bring that up because I thought about this shit the other day. School lunches was crazy. Because they would have us eating shit like pizza and chicken nuggets right. and serving it with the side of milk to drink. Yeah, that is like, a little freaky. Right? Yeah. Like, yo, here go this cheeseburger. Enjoy your chocolate milk with it. I have never in my life been in a restaurant and been like, oh, you know what would go good with these meatballs? A glass of milk. <laughs> like, it was yeah, weird. Nah, I'm, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, like, when it comes to milk, it was weird because it was always a divide. Like, once you got to the cafeteria, it was like gang territory. Like, oh, we chocolate milk niggas yeah, over here. Chocolate milk <laughs> gang over here. Which is extra crazy because I'm like, you want chocolate milk with that pepperoni pizza? Marinara and chocolate, dog? Yo, this is okay with you? For half a Do you remember? Uh, shit, his brain's right. out. And then they wonder why kids. Yeah. You remember <laughs> when we used to have uh, school breakfast? And I'm pretty sure it was the same county-wide, like those donuts and like the plastic you know, I don't wrapper. Think I ever got to school early enough for school. I lived right across the street from Crofton Middle, so I would just walk, and I'd get myself like four donuts and two chocolate milks, and then be like wired more than I already am. Uh, and crashing after lunch, right? Like that sugar high, you come down, you be in class just. Me in art class, ready to take a fucking nap. Yeah. Me sleep in art class, never. The levels of delinquency are rising up and and crashing crashing through. through. Back at you for the new year. 
This is Doc and Ziggy with The Flood, Flood. your favorite weekly pop culture digest, taking the news happening around you and discussing how it shapes the culture that defines you with our pop perspective. To put the culture in context. And make the mainstream make, make sense. sense. Because if we do not make sense, we don't Hello. make dust. Patreon. Shout out to our Patreon to our patrons, Enraged Peacock and Gladiator Beast. I still can't believe two people actually pay to hear this podcast. Shout out to y'all. Y'all the real MVPs. Like we um, we we appreciate the fuck out of y'all. Yeah, no, that's real. That's growth. Um and speaking of growth, we back at y'all in the new year with the same perspective. Keeping it funky fresh. And we got a guest for y'all today for our first episode back from hiatus. Everybody, welcome. Jamar Taylor, local Baltimore comedian. Jamar, I'm going to let you tell the people. Cue the horns. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> I like that. Actually, if you can, like, the sound. No, 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 no I got it. Just I got drop it. one of Clues Bombs right there. So. <laughs> <laughs> drop a Clues Bomb right there. You got it. I like that intro. I got you, bro. Everybody holla at Jamar on telling the people your socials. Um, you can go on Instagram and follow me at Be More Funny Mar. That is B M O R E F U N N Y M A R. Spell it out for you like that. The whole word like this. I really did. You know how back in the day they had like the niggas on the voicemail? Yeah. And they'd be like, you can give me a call back at 410-982-2758. Once again, that is 410-982-2758. Talk to you later. Bye. Click. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I yeah. still do that to this day. But having a clean voicemail used to be like that. That, that used to be the right? one. Yeah. The I would one. let it fill up. I would just straight up let it fill up. When was the last time you checked? Like, legitimately checked? A decade? God damn. That's crazy. That's insane. That's crazy. Like, like, legitimately checked. Like a decade. You. I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not even gonna begin to. Like, Other than that, it's life. just like, oh, the notification won't go away. Seven, 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 seven. It's extra crazy because I don't. I. You got iPhone? Yeah. 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 iPhone makes it real easy to check your voice. Yo. Right? <laughs> isn't that shit insane? You yeah. said like punching a pin. Yeah. In some shit. Now it's you it's like literally it. right there. Like you open up the phone app and then it's all the way over on the like right there. I have. <laughs> if, I don't know if I still have it because of transferring phones. But you know, the SIM card carried data over. You should. I have time. one voicemail saved from friends who I'm pretty sure were drunk as shit in like 2008. And. Those are the best. Uh, also, speaking of, you know, drunken voicemails, I think this is a perfect PSA uh, to remind y'all at the beginning of the year. Stop leaving voicemails on rappers' phones unless you want to end up on mixtapes. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I would love to end up on a rapper's <laughs> As a voicemail? As a voicemail. Oh, but you're a comedian, though, right? So, like, I feel like that's a tradition. Like, that's a bad rapper shit? Yeah. 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 That's a bag right there. Fucking yep, Kid Kirkland, a, Little yeah. Duvall. Like, a lot of people have gotten their start. Our fucking with rappers. Our rapper yeah. I also know, you know, there's a lot of a lot of angry, uh, angry lady voicemail. Our rapper mixtapes. A lot of. Like, why would you still do that? Yo, you ever heard of the end of? I see you got the Cam CD. Yeah. Fuck. You yeah. know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's a banging ass song. That right after, oh, don't dude. go down there. Yeah. 
They was shooting niggas down there. Don't you go by your damn self. Yo, what's all this? Bro, so he made me pull the CD now. I'm looking at the track. The Lots like, had one, Cam had one, and it just be random voicemails. Yo, Cameron always had the random uh, chicks uh, calling him up saying all kinds of crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, that was I feel like bag. there's one after Oh Boy, right? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's what I'm talking about yeah, right yeah. there. Yep. The only person who I feel like flipped that shit correctly, and I'm going to say this on record. Was Mary J. Blige. Her very first album was the 411. At the very beginning, mm. that shit was a flex because it's like a little interlude, so it's not an actual song. Yeah. And it has a little one of those little like fucking uh, all that like 90s type beats. Oh, like, man. <laughs> and she's flexing because it's all these motherfuckers who were Yo. big at the time, like leaving yeah. her voicemails like, let's do a song, let's get together. You're supposed to be down at the recording studio. She's in the house shooting dope. <laughs> this uh, is the craziest oh, part about it. Oh, that's wild. That was that yeah, time. That's wild. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was that time. Damn, insane pivot. But we was talking about uh, <laughs> <laughs> intros uh, to comedy specials, right? And I think I was doing MSG just for for the flex, right? Because I'm at MSG. I think I'm gonna have to pay Nickelodeon to come out to the all that intro, right? Or TLC. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna pay the actual TLC to come yeah, out and just have the yeah. fucking the hologram with Lisa left out? Yeah. Ah, that would be. Fire, dog, for the listen, Kevin Hart. Don't said, don't you steal my idea. Yo, this nigga had fire. You know he's gonna steal that before you get to do it. That's the craziest part. The nigga got money. <laughs> if, he does it, if he does it, I'm cool with it because it just certifies that he listens to the podcast. Right. right? So I mean, we know Biden that. listens. Biden listens? Yeah, dude, in one speech, Wait, he was on. just he like, this is not normal. Yeah, and <laughs> our outro, right? Yeah. We always ended with, this is like, whatever it is, this is. A reminder that this is not normal. Bye, guys. Thank you for coming back. Oh, no. Um, but Biden said it during the speech. So it's so fine. Confirmed like listener. I like that. Uh, I just wish he would fucking share the goddamn link. Uh, well, Mr. President, before we move on, I would just like to say um, I apologize to you for anything that you might hear. And we gonna cut that part about Mary J. Blige out. No, 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 no. Right. I want to work. Also, with her you're one apologizing day. to the wrong person. <laughs> I want to so. work with her one day, and I feel like she's gonna take that personally. You saw that video where she didn't hug Usher, like Usher was trying. She was like, "Get off of me, nigga!" Like well, Usher's really already going through his villain art. Doors. <laughs> so the thing is, you don't need to worry about apologizing to the president. You have to worry about Ted the Fed. So Ted the Fed is the Fed from the NSA that's assigned to listen to every single one of our episodes. So, yeah, anytime like we say some really like problematic shit, right. we're just like, oh, hi, Ted. I actually have a shirt, the old World War II propaganda that says he's watching you. I photoshopped it so it says hi, Ted, now. Oh, wow. That's, I like that. Call like the merch? Yep. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Jamal, normally when we have a guest on, we like, uh, you know, this is our reaction, our perspective, our opinion. We, we like to, you know, check the temperature of where you're at with a little uh, questionnaire, right? Um, Dan, would you like to zig, zig, would you like to explain to him what the questionnaire is? So everybody has those hills that they will die on, a belief from which they cannot be moved. Right. But we here at the flood need to see if you can survive on that island okay. underneath of this torrent of bullshit. Yeah, so that was very poetic, my guy. I like how you did that. Jamar Taylor, what is your island? As a comedian, I've been doing it for a little past two years at this point. Pretty much going on like two and a half. Right. Um, 
Thank you. Cheers to that. Hold on. Six months. And it's a grind. And I do believe that all artists, no matter what medium, should have a space to properly express their art and what, what they have created in, this, in a safe space. Right. But... Like Club Shay Shay. I feel like... <laughs> fuck we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like when it comes to open mic settings specifically, and I'll explain it afterwards because this is a real hot take, okay. we need to bring back booing. Ooh. Healthy booing. Healthy Yes. Because, okay, here's the thing. Before I left, right, for my stint, mm. there were only, especially for black comedians, there were only a handful of opportunities you had to go test out your material, throw right. it upon it, you know, yeah. punch it up, things yep. like that. Yeah, I was going to say, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. So now. <laughs> it's shitty because, like, someone like me who's, like, brand new mm. and, like, all I have is open mics. And I go to Zismos, yeah. and Zismos is a room full of nothing but comedians. Rest in peace, Zismos. Is it over? Yeah. Yeah, it it's over. Damn, I thought you said it was a... Uh, they were going, and then they changed it. Oh, and, then, and now right. Max's is on Wednesdays, which is the same day as Nottingham's yeah. and Motorhouse. The whole motor, the whole landscape is changing. R.I.P. Lou Room. R.I.P. Lou Room. Lou Room is actually where I did my first uh, headlining show. Damn. When I found out I was going on a deployment. Yeah. I was still broke as fuck, but I was like, you know what? I need to do something that establishes me, and it's not. This is just a new comedian. How yeah. do I keep this momentum yeah. going? So, Lurum, um, shout out to Michael Fur. He was that guy, and I remember uh, when I put down the money for the room, I asked him. I had this thing when I was a newer comedian, and I always ask people like, you know, if you were in my position, let's say six months in the year, and whenever I was asking, what advice would you wish that someone gave to you? Ooh, that's a good question. And so I kind of framed it around because we were recording it and I yeah. shot for the stars with this shit and no, failed miserably. <laughs> Listen, I right, made a trailer and all that and it never dropped. It I have a question dropped. for you right off the bat. Right off the bat. Are comedians allowed to boo other comedians? Mm. That's why I want to do the booing. Uh, because we know funny. You think it'll... So when another comedian boos you, is from more of a critical perspective... Less of a like hater perspective, like you trust. Yeah, I definitely get critical feedback, constructive critical feedback on my jokes. Right, and it has helped. And my... it's been an after the fact thing, but you've seen it on the scene where it's like here. My issue specifically with it, and I feel like everybody at home listening would be like, "Oh, he's such an asshole. We don't like him so far. Fuck that guy." But the reason that I say that is because it's the very it's the other end of the spectrum of what I see happening. You have new comedians who are working out shit, and every single week they're doing the exact same thing that did not work out last week. But that's not even the part. The part that really takes me somewhere and is like, okay, something needs to change, is the fact that all the other new comedians, whether they genuinely feel like that or not, after they get off stage will dap them up like, good shit, bro. No! (laughs) Not good shit at all! No, tell that nigga what it really is. Go home, work on, I feel like Eminem when he was in the rap with the big buff nigga in 8 Mile. Yeah, yeah, at the beginning. And he was like, take the pencil, go home, write some new shit, make it exclusive, and don't come back until, (laughs) yeah. I mean, Eddie Coulson has a joke Mm. about this, where he's just like, yeah, you know, I have my friends come out, and I'm like, yeah, what'd you think of my set? Yeah, you know, man, you went up there, you did your thing, and I, I was telling people, I'm like, when you first start comedy... And somebody tells you that they're like that really fucking matters because you yeah. know it is yeah. scary going yeah, up there. But after that. you've done it 
30, 40 times. If somebody says that to you, you kind of just want to punch them in the throat. But if you have a whole bunch of motherfuckers telling you you're doing well, because I feel like it's not necessarily to put down the new comedian or discourage the new comedian, but I feel like in a sense, what's happening now is discouraging. Because if you think about it, if you really don't have, as a new comedian, you can't, I don't want to say you can't gauge what funny is, yeah. but as a new comedian, if you don't really have your, your hand on the heartbeat, like you're on your pendulum type shit, right. and somebody's telling you you're doing well, but then you turn around and you're not being booked, what the fuck is that helping? Exactly. No, I feel you. As a new comedian, you know what you think is funny. But what you right. think is funny isn't necessarily what is going to get, like, butts in the seat. Unless right? Or even going... things that you know are objectively funny, but you have to learn a way to How tell to deliver them. it correctly. Yeah. Yes. And that's another thing. And that's part of the crap. Like, unless you are, like, on some shit like how Mike Tyson's story is. Right. Where he had this prize boxer who's now retired, yeah. training him for one, two, three, four, five years before he actually gets his first fight. I cannot sit up here and in good faith say a new comedian knows exactly what funny is. Two years in, I don't know exactly yeah, what Yeah, so funny here's it. You can't, right? Like, I don't care how many times you, uh, if you are a, like, master's degree graduate of YouTube University, right? Like, you cannot. YouTube like, University, you know, like, HBCU. Yo, YouTube University is that shit. I went there for zero dollars down. I still haven't made a payment. They're calling me to this day. I'm not... <laughs> What I'm are you doing? You're just anything. sitting there on the couch. We need to get we need to get that like athletic department shirt hey, made. Listen, listen, listen. YTU HBCU athletic you department. You got that commercial reference, <laughs> right? That means you were sitting on the couch at home, not doing nothing when you could be at work. Nigga, I was eight just finishing my homework. <laughs> like what? <laughs> on a sick day, this nigga just yelling. I was at you, eight like, sitting in my grandmama house. What but more was I supposed back to do? To a degree. Back <laughs> to the uh, the comedy thing and delivering the joke right so i am completely confident in my craft as a not as a comedic writer but as a writer as in just a writer as a period, whole, period. Right. doc has read plenty of my material including some satire and some straight out um like humor pieces mm -hmm. and it always comes through but that's because of the medium of reading you're going to read it and set it up yourself. Right. I just supply the content. And that's something that clearly we see as comedians. We know comedians who write incredible concepts, but they don't know how to deliver, deliver them. Right. right now, that's where I feel like I'm at, personally. So yeah. I have like my three main, my three main bits that I have been like crafting for the past like six months. Right. And I think at this point, probably if I fully write it out and like practice it, I could probably get seven minutes out of yeah. that now. One thing but that seven minutes is taking a long time to get. Especially like, unless you're preparing and there are people out here with like, shit like that. Right. You have to learn as a comedian, and I just recently learned this, how to stretch the shit out of a joke. And yep. it's the best fucking time. Like I was just in Mineral, Virginia, which is like backwoods, Virginia. Mm. Literally, the people I was on the show with were all riding down together, and I'm not driving. Yeah. And I talked to the driver, and I'm like, hey, if you're taking me to an Illuminati sacrifice... If you're taking me to a sundown town, I need to know. Yeah, just let me give you some joke premises, and like, I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> yeah, like, you pay me for my jokes, um, I'll, I'll stay at the hotel. I don't need to be in Bro, Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I was Get the so fuck scared. Out of here, sir. And so, then it was like backwoods, like one lane road type shit. But oh, then he, dirt was, roads. he pulled yeah. they, they pulled up into like a, a manor. 
Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was like <laughs> double gates up a hill. Oh, nah. And I was like, oh, I'm about to die. My man said, this is this a Jordan Peele movie? Are we feeling Bruh, like Antebellum too? That's exactly how I felt, too. That was crazy. When you up there, right? And mm-hmm. you're working out your new material. Right. And you're talking about your delivery. It's like, I, and if you get a boo, do you... How do you how do you feel like you would receive that in the moment, right? Because this a lot is of something. People, I, that's before an you, thing. We talking about before you go to the, before you ask me this, I want to ask Jamar because he's the one who came with this island. Do you think getting booed is more constructive than silence? Hmm, that's a good. Okay, so let me put it like this. I like how he pivoted. From I like how you did that. Question. That was real nice. <laughs> that was that politician in you. Oh, right. That's another thing that if I ever told you I ran for office and won as a joke. We can talk about that. We can talk about that during the break. We'll get there. We'll we'll Um, get there. And so the question you asked him again was, do you think it is more beneficial for a comedian to get booed or to linger in the silence? Because I have an answer. I feel like the silence is more painful and less beneficial. Mm. Because you can flip that. Literally, I did a joke last night that didn't go over well. And I feel like this is a killer joke. I'll say it on this podcast live. This will be the premiere of it for the masses. So I say... uh, News premiere! Hey, yo. We gotta put that up there. (laughs) Fucking Dead Piff. We got all the drops. All the drops. (laughs) R.I.P. DeadPiff.com, though. DeadPiff.com was that shit. DeadPiff.com. R.I.P. Metagame.com, but that's for for the patrons. Just a a quick tangent. Do you remember those... uh, those mixtapes. Yes. That Dude, mixtape like, era, like the 2006, 2000, what was it, like 2004 to 2010 mixtape era was like lit. That, that hip hop was crazy, dog. I'm not going like, to lie. So I don't soul know. Soul tape, uh, like, oh, dog. The bar print. I don't Three. know when this is, when this Three. came out. I'm pretty sure this came out when I was in eighth grade. So that's about like 2013, around that time. Yeah. But it was Dude, just whoa, intro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, he's a lot younger than we Say are. Say that again. 2013. You was and in. That's me spit, but hold on. Wait, you was wait, in wait, what grade? Eighth grade. Okay, so I'll tell my life story a little bit later on. But, 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 but. When I was in eighth grade, so technically I repeated. Not because I'm a dumbass. You feel the grades in my beard. Yeah. Go ahead. Not because I'm a dumbass, but because uh, I lived out of country where the education didn't. Uh, I don't want to say fit up to par because that's kind of a shitty comparison when you're thinking. I lived in China. Oh, okay. Nope, that's fair enough. Yeah, uh, no we're sir. not going to talk about that. Yeah. They're listening now. Hi, Ted. Ted But, um, yeah, so I did a joke last night, and it was like, basically, do you know of the new Kong Godzilla movie? Yes, yes. And I say, uh, you know, turn on your thing caps, you know, fuck with me for a second, because all of us are a little racist. In our minds. Just a little bit, right? Because like we... King Kong is a black man because he's a monkey with no parents. Mm, and and in the movie, he captured a white woman. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he, this is Kanye. <laughs> she, she, you know, she, uh, damn, what do they call it when you fall in love with your kidnapper? Stockholm oh, Syndrome. Yeah, 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 yeah. She gave the giant ape Stockholm Syndrome. But let's remember, he was the captive in a new land. King Kong is really the victim of that's true. Anyway. Or was he just fucking them all up? He was like, I'm going to steal your white bitch. Yeah. It was I, that hey, his, listen, his line of thinking. I but. Just, Gypsy Rose, right? What the, <laughs> we're not doing this right now. 
I followed that with saying, you know, asking the crowd, where does Godzilla originate from? Everybody always says, you know, Japan. I'm like, what continent is that? Asia. And then I said, if you think about it, we have a black man and an Asian man. In one movie, this is just Rush Hour 4. But it, was <laughs> <laughs> and it did not go over well at all. Damn. And it was silence. And I was yeah. like, well, that didn't go over well. And that got the biggest laugh out of the whole set. That's crazy. Well, I That's mean. That's crazy that they would laugh. At but that, if a nigga right? boo, there's no coming back from a boo. See, I feel like silence to me, right? Like, like the joke did well. I, I feel until, like. Until, like, I said that. And then they were just like, oh, we feel really bad for laughing. Silence to me cuts deep. Right, because it hurts. I need it hurts. Like I need you. I need to at least hear like, <laughs> right? Yeah, just a little <laughs> like, something. Like, 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 damn, you didn't get that at all. Like that didn't resonate with you, even to like for a body I movement. Could, like, I could <laughs> respond to a boo. Yeah, a boo. But like silence, it feels like you just stop. Silence yeah. is like when a parent says, "I'm not angry. I'm disappointed." Right. That's spot on. That's spot on. And I'm like, ooh. My okay. mom just beat my ass. I never yeah, got that. Yeah, I'm like, mom, I won't be back to the loo room for a couple of weeks. So do you think it is more constructive like. to be booed or to be hit with silence? Hit him with a boo. And I don't feel like it should be like a long boo. It should just be real quick. Boo! <laughs> like a ghost? <laughs> boo! I saw somebody do that one time. Like, and hey! I'm not gonna lie. The comedian on stage deserved the boo because they were drunk. They were being very rambunctious, to mm. use an SAT word. Um, Jamar Taylor comedy had on YouTube. They were being very rambunctious, and the comedian that I respect and love, who will not be named, he was like, boo! And then she just kept going, and then that's when he gave the elongated boo because it's kind of like, shut the fuck up, just a little Ooh. bit. Yeah. Like Sam So bring the Sam Yo, we need to bring yo. If Season two of Sandman, Sandman, Sandman my guy. Yeah, yeah. One of uh, the two old crotchety Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those dudes. This joke sucks. I feel like part of Sandman's effect was the fact that he looked a little scary, so it was like, you ain't yeah. fuck with it. It was yo. Can you imagine how unnerving that is? Like you're in the middle of a set, right? And then all of a sudden you hear Meh! So now you have to decide: is this like an actual alarm? Should I be like? in emergency mode and then like a dude comes up and pulls you off stage with a giant and mind you, comical the dude size that cane. comes up with a cane looks like a crackhead on a roller yes. chair yes right like so you like what the fuck is happening am i being snatched into the upside <laughs> is this my illuminati initiation <laughs> i don't know let's <laughs> yes. ask cat humiliation ritual all right uh but so to respond to the island you go first i Take this stance, uh, honestly, because yeah, no, you need constructive criticism, especially in a field like comedy, because I feel like a lot of comedians is getting the cook right now that ain't actually funny. You know, there's people out here making- Leaning too people. much on crowd work and social media, hmm? I wasn't talking about Matt Wright, Ooh. I'm still taking Oh my gosh. Amy Schumer. Uh, I did not know <laughs> this is the Matt Wright. Okay, never mind. Continue. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I feel like this stance though. Like, no, if you don't think that shit is funny, Give constructive criticism. Yeah. This nigga does not need to. That's the problem with rappers. Nobody wants to tell anybody they should suck now. They're like, hey, homie, you go. Hey, man, you, you went up there. Thing. You did your thing. Yeah, you <laughs> try. I, listen, 
I couldn't do it. That's all I know, man. You went up there and you did that. You're brave. I feel like telling somebody they're brave is like the most the backhanded best. compliment. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, the first couple of times you go up there, like that does mean something. After you've been doing it for months and you've lost track of how many times you've done it, you yeah. really don't want to hear that shit. Solid island all the way down. I feel like this island floats. Uh, you could probably sustain life on this island. For like, like Castaway, this is a Tom Cruise island. You'll be like good. It. You got yourself a Wilson. You'll, you can hang out here. <laughs> is there cheesecake? I just want to know if it's Cheesecake Factory on this island because I really love Cheesecake Factory. Dang. Is it like a Cabana style? So you factory? wouldn't be you wouldn't be upset if somebody took you on to Cheesecake Factory for your first date? Hell no. <laughs> See, I mean, are, the only part that simple. I'd be mad about. Men are simple. The only part that I'd be mad about is because what I order from the Cheesecake Factory is not something like what I get from the Cheesecake Factory. When I go to eat it, I need to be alone. Like it's about to get, it's about to get disgusting in here. Yeah. No, you gotta. Uh, what's that French uh, dish you gotta eat under the fucking like towel? Or yeah. Whatever? It's and some shit like that. Like... Literally, I am a grown man with bills, and I sustain myself month to month, year to year. And this is where I've come. Yeah. Day off. And I still have to sit down when I eat this certain dish. Sit down with a towel on the floor. Like it gets nasty like that. I'm gonna qualify this island. Being the bleeding heart that I am, just waiting to be eaten alive by sharks. I think you gotta pick and choose the comedians you do this to, though. But at the end of the no, day, what do you wait? Okay, See, let me ask you. Point. Why that do you feel that point. way? Hold on, right? Hold on. Why right. do you no, feel that you. way? Like a new comedian? A brand new comedian, understandable. If you go on stage and you say, "This is my first time," I'm gonna let you rock, no matter how shitty I think it is. This is a question I've actually been thinking about. Where is the line between being new and bad? Uh, that I know your shitty punchlines by heart. So you're just working the same material. You you're have. working the same material the same yeah. exact way, and I can literally, as you do it, timing verbatim, said along with you. I know several. <laughs> if you start like a joke this. and you get one sentence in, and I know the rest of your joke, and it's not working, you deserve reason why I've only been to the blue room. Solid Island. Solid Island. With the Cheesecake Factory on it, they used to be a Bahama Mama, so it looked a little... <laughs> it used to be a... What was that shit? Not Bahama Mama. The it looked like is, a Bahama the Breeze. Fine. The food is fine. The it food is be, totally fine. The place fine. might be a little greasy, but I promise you, you you won't get like salmon. And don't go on a date in, on that Cheesecake Factory on that island, because it's going to be a Jamaican that worked there, and he's going to try to yeah, fuck your bitch. Yeah, he's going to take your lady. He gonna see how much you tip, and he told. He's gonna take some of that magical water clay they be putting on women's asses and shit. He's gonna have it on them. Uh, but <laughs> other things we have to cover this week, we have to cover Jeffrey Epstein, the New York Times, AI. What the fuck? I no, let him, let him go. This is my episode. There's more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, we have to cover Jeffrey Epstein, the New York Times, AI, Gypsy Rose, Tetris. Uh, Jesse Waters, Trump, Pat McAfee, more AI, and Cat Williams. <laughs> oh, okay, before we even get on with this, I would just like to say I was screaming free my bitch Gypsy Rose till she was free. It happened. Look at God. Hey, we're gonna take a break. Hey, we'll be back. Look at God. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.
Why can't we talk about it black stuff? It is time to 